Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Gian. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, November 12, 2023. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support, and I urge everyone to support them as well. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Gospel cycles A, B, C, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. With this parable of the ten virgins, our Lord was teaching us, yes, how to be awake or even when asleep. How are we to prepare ourselves? Because we do not know the hour, the day, nor the month or the year of his coming nor of our going. But there is one point that I'd like to highlight. Why do you think the five were called wise? They are called wise because they prepared very well themselves in accordance with what they know about the bridegroom who was who is coming. You see, the situation is this: these ten virgins, ten bridesmaids, were in the house of the bride to come. The bride is in her house. According to their custom, the bridegroom will come to the house of the bride, and accompanied by the bridesmaid she will be taken to the home of the groom. Now, the five of the wise, they know very well, the bridegroom, that he can come and he has all the rights to come at any time of the day and of the night. That's how wise they are. And so, in a accordance with their knowledge of who the bridegroom is, they prepare themselves. Not only with lighted lamps, because in case he comes at the night, they, he also, they also prepare extra oil in, the, in case he comes late. Their preparation was in accordance with their knowledge of the bridegroom. This is the lesson for us. If we are now waiting for the day of the second coming and the hour of our final going, we better be prepared with the proper knowledge of who Jesus is, who is coming to us 
as uh, the second uh, at his second coming and at the hour of our going. <coughs> we know Jesus, of course, precisely what we are trying to do. We study his gospels. We study his words that we may keep them so that he will remain with us and live in us. We, therefore, have the duty, and this is our salvation, that as we wait, we prepare ourselves with the proper knowledge of who Jesus is. God made man, the Word made flesh. So that is it from this parable of the ten virgins, of the five virgins, we learn that much. From the Gospel Cycle B, according to St. Mark, we read about a poor widow. No name, no address. Jesus precisely and this is a, an event in the life of Jesus Christ. This is not a parable. This is an event. He told his disciples, look at that poor woman. He has contributed to the treasures all, all that he had to live on. If she had little, she gave it all. What does that mean? As a poor woman and as a widow, she already knew that the favorites of God are the P-O-W, the poor, the orphans, and the widows. So as a poor widow, he knows already who God is, that God will be the helper of the poor. Remember, the poor beggar Lazarus. His name is Lazarus, which means God is my helper. And as a widow, this woman knew that God was precisely taking over, as it were, the place of her husband. And so when she gave all that she had to live on, Actually, she was entrusting herself totally to her, to God. That is the lesson. While we wait, this woman must be waiting not only for the second coming, but for her final going. She must be waiting as a poor widow for that. And how? We know already. She divested herself. She deprived herself of everything that she had to live on because she was entrusting herself to God. This reminds me of the blind man Bartimaeus. When Jesus called him and he readily responded to the call, what did Bartimaeus do? He threw off. He divested himself of the cloak 
because the cloak was his security blanket. And now without the cloak depriving himself of that, he entrusted himself to Jesus. <coughs> that is how Bartimaeus remain, remained a follower of Jesus by precisely entrusting himself to him. So that is the second lesson. While we wait for the hour of our coming, let us be poor in spirit, deprived of all that we have, because everything we should entrust to God. How about the cycle C, gospel? This is about the resurrection. He was challenged to speak more about the resurrection. The Sadducees who did not believe in it that there is a life after death, he said, look, when you get to heaven, the souls will be reunited with new bodies. That is what the resurrection means. The souls now in heaven are precisely awaiting for the second coming of Jesus to create new glorious bodies to be reunited with their souls so that once reunited, the old souls who are all saints reunited with the new glorious body that will not be separated anymore. The whole person is thus resurrected, body and soul. And they are like angels. They no longer die. The old souls of the old saints reunited with the new glorious bodies will not be separated again. They no longer die. So God, whom they await for the resurrection, is the God of the living, not of the dead. So there you are. We have been meditating on how to await the day of the second coming from the parable of the wise virgins. Then we have learned a lesson from that event of a poor widow entrusting herself totally before she would depart from this world. And lastly, we have the resurrection we are therefore trying to describe how we should be awaiting for the second coming of Jesus as the triumphant church in heaven. They are already in heaven, but they are all souls. They are awaiting for the Lord to give them new bodies. That will be resurrection. That's why we say at Mass, 
Remember, Lord, our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. That's what they are waiting for. That's what they are hoping for, the resurrection. Then we have the suffering church in purgatory. What are they awaiting for? First of all, they are awaiting for the door to welcome them into the light of his face. We say this at Mass. That is, they are waiting for the day and they will be like the old saints. They will be watching the beatific vision, welcome into the light of his face. And then, like all the saints, they will later on be given at the resurrection new bodies. And we, the militant church, what therefore are we awaiting for? That's what we have been trying to explain. Here and now, here in this world and now in this life, we are now awaiting for the day of the second coming. We do not know when and where and how. But also we are waiting for the hour of our final going. So, how do we prepare ourselves? As I said, if we just pay attention to what we say at Mass, we are preparing ourselves as a militant church, free from sin and safe from all distress. That we eat this body, this bread, and drink from this cup. That we know who is coming. And that we entrust ourselves while waiting. But then we also pray for the suffering church. And we congratulate the triumphant church. So this is it. But then... Let us remember and never forget, I won't tire repeating this, what St. Francis has said. When you depart from this earth, you take with you nothing from what you have received, but only from what you have given. Now this is now the challenge for all of us and the need of the hour. How much have we given of our time, talent, and treasure? Our time may be short. Our life may not be long. We may have talent and skills. We may have treasures, big or small. But how much of that have we given? When we give, do we expect a return? When we serve and share, do we expect not only a return, but an count the cost? So this is now the time to examine our conscience on, on this matter that as we await for the second coming and the hour of our final going, 
that we may be learning from what we have studied the house to be prepared asleep or awake that is what we have always been reminded of at mass so that is it let us not be alarmed by all this but this is just a kindly reminder how to be prepared for the day as well as for the hour. His arrival, we may not know when. Our departure, we do not know either how. So we just have to be awake and to be asleep, prepared, well ready. When he says, go, we go. That's why the best preparation is with hope. It's O. Humble enough to obey God's will. Because if he says this, that is it. If he says go, we go. Then in the meantime, we have PE. Let us be patient enough to endure all the pains of Christian daily living. You must have heard this before. But I tell you, we need to be reminded of this again and again. Because this is our duty and our salvation. I stop here. I pause for some of your questions and reflections from the cycles A, B, C, Gospels assigned and arranged for this coming Sunday, the 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOCCEBU so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast. Good morning, Mons. Good morning. What a beautiful reflection on how to wait properly for the Lord's second coming. My favorite is starting with proper knowledge of who Jesus is. We cannot be ignorant of our catechism of the Catholic Church and the Bible. Thank you, Mons, for improving our knowledge of Jesus 
so we practice sound doctrine of our faith. But then remember, huh? Remember, huh? What we have been trying to do here. To study the Gospels. But then our procedure or the steps are read the Gospel through. Pray it in. Write it down. Work it out and pass it on. So that is how it is. We are not studying the Bible, the Gospel, just for ourselves. We have also to pass it on to others, share others, that they also may know who is coming, who Jesus is, God made man, the Word made flesh, etc. Hello, Mons. Hello. Thank you for beautiful introduction of Pope Leo the Great feast day today, and that we have 13 popes, of which five are saints. Indeed, our Catholic faith is so rich of people like the popes who have prepared wisely for the Lord's coming. That's true. Speaking of popes, Pope Leo the Thirteenth, the last Pope Leo, was our Pope for a long, long time. He was a Pope who issued many, several encyclical letters. And someone has said, no wonder he spent all the time on writing encyclicals and forgot about making himself a saint. The next Pope who succeeded him was Pius X. Pius X wrote very few encyclicals because he was busy making himself a saint. So Saint Pius X after Leo XIII. Just an observation. Hi, Mons. Hi. I like the hope meaning humble enough to obey God's will, patient enough to endure the pains of Christian daily living. Ako ni ishare months to my students. Right, that's right. We are men and women of hope. Even in my world of sports, my principle has always been, he who does not hope to win, has already lost. You see how important hope is. He who does not hope to win has already lost. Hi, Mons. Hi. Thank you for the ending questions from the court of St. Francis. How much have we given our time, talent, and treasures? A very simple yet useful reflection for all of us. Salamat, Mons. That's right. Remember, as members of the church, militant church on earth we have the commandment 
this is a commandment of the church that we support, we support, we contribute to the financial support of every parish. So, at Mass, we have that occasion to precisely give, contribute, but it must be sincere without expecting a return, without counting the cost. When a person dies after receiving the last rites of the church, are all his sins forgiven? It all depends. We believe that a person, a dying person, who, for example, finally asks for a priest, we presume he must be sincere, repenting of his or her sins. When therefore we anoint, we give the extreme unction to a dying person, we encourage him with a few consoling words to start changing himself for the better even at the last moment. Remember the good thief. He was a bad person until hanging on the cross. He repented through the way of the cross. He repented of his wrongdoings. Zacchaeus, with the mere presence of Jesus at home, Jesus saying nothing, but that made Zacchaeus change himself for the better. Good evening, Good morning. I like what you said that God's favorites are the posts, poor orphans and widows. In our own barangays, our own network, we know of posts. We can also make them our favorite as followers of Jesus. That's right. POWs are not just prisoners of war. They are the poor, the orphans, and the widows. If you know God, He helps those who are poor, who are Lazarus. If you know God, He helps those who are deprived of parents, the orphans. And He knows God, who is taking over, as it were, the husband of women and have become widows. God is so good, so genuine, and so generous in His providence. So again, if you really want to sum this up, let us all be conscious of God's presence, convinced of His power, and confident in His providence. Hi, Mons. Hi. As a widow myself, I take comfort in your reflection and what the Gospel has said. It is difficult to be a widow, but I'm grateful God has given me many blessings throughout my widowhood. These include my children. We continually pray for our husband that he is already in heaven with God 
and we continue to do good works here on earth right. as the militant church. I started with my children and hope they continue to keep the faith. I will invite more to our Bible study. Thank you. So we continue meditating on the third mystery of light, Christ proclaiming the gospel, the good news about the kingdom of heaven on earth, which is the church. Remember, it's not enough to know Jesus. We should be known by him. Remember the foolish ones when they knocked on the door, which was already closed. The, ma the bridegroom said, I do not know you. <laughs> the wise knew Jesus and were known by Jesus. The foolish ones did not know Jesus, nor were they known by Jesus. So this is what religion is all about. Religion is being related with God and with its other religion, ligate. We are related to its other and know one another. This is precisely the reason why we are now building basic ecclesial communities. We divide the parish into small basic ecclesial communities so that within that basic ecclesial community of the rich and the poor, we know its other. Remember, when Jesus multiplied the five loaves of bread to feed 5,000 men without counting the women, he had instructed his disciples to let those people group into fifties or one hundreds. How? Why? Because he wanted them to look at each other within the group who is hungry already, who is dying of hunger uh, and therefore must first be served. That was the reason why Jesus instructed his disciples to make the people sit around in groups of 50 or 100 that they may know its other and be known to one another. Cleopas and companion at Emmaus did not just know Jesus at the breaking of bread. Jesus also came to know them as his disciples. So to know and be known is what our duty is and our salvation. Good morning, Monsignor Dakai. Good morning. Thank you for reminding us to prepare for our salvation. Remember, we have no control over what people say or do. We just have to be careful. Watch your steps.
Thank you for the valuable and essential reminders, Monsignor, for our waiting for the second coming of Christ or our final going, whichever comes first, in case the person had a stroke and cannot talk anymore, will his anointing from the priest still hold? He cannot confess anymore. Can he still be saved? Thank you, Monsignor. There is a time when we shall entrust everything to God. It's up to Him. If He has looked at this dying person who is sincerely repentant, He may not show it outside, but He may be. As I said, if this man who has been living a bad life finally asks for prayers, asks for a priest, that is a good sign that he has also resolved to change himself for the better. Mons, nindot ni nga gospel karon kay gikapoy nako og wait to be honest. Naabot na ang time na murag I lost all hope in the waiting. Thank you sa imong mga reflections kay ni hatag siya o guidance and hope, hopefulness nako. Unsay nindot na prayer, I can say every day na makatabang nako persevere. Just ask God with all humility, be good and do good. Tapos. How do we dispose of religious statues that cannot, cannot, can no longer be repaired? Like what? Religious statues that cannot be repaired. How to dispose? Like, like, like what? Uh, what other? What, what exactly? Example, example. What, uh, what are we supposed to? Dispose. Religious statues. Mga images. Ah, images. Mm. Ah. As long as you are sincere in your devotion, then you are guided by the sound doctrine, which is that statues are made by man as images, as icons, as visual aids for our faith. We do not idolize them. They are not idols. They are only icons. Icons, as in computers, they point to something else. They tell us who Jesus is as Señor Santo Niño. But they are not idols. They are only icons. As long as you have that sound doctrine and you are guided by strict discipline, that please do not idolize an icon. Let it be a visual aid for you to believe in Jesus as a child represented in this image of Señor Santo Niño. So, if you have statues, just consider them as wall decors, but as visual aids. If you mean other statues of Buddha and whatever, those should be just 
wall decors. What is the reason why we should place the cremated ashes inside columbarium or buried? You see, this has something to do with cremation. At that time, they were burning bodies out of disrespect, out of this, because they wanted to despise the bodies as instruments of evil. That was their belief. But this has changed. Our belief is that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So if you burn it, but with respect, the ashes, therefore, you must still respect. That's why they should be placed in an urn and placed in a morgue or in a mortuary, etc. Still with due respect. So cremation is okay with us as long as you have that sound doctrine and guided by the strict discipline that you are burning a body as a temple of the Holy Spirit, therefore with due respect. Anyway, so we have uh, said enough. So we pause here for God's final blessing. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So welcome once again to another Friday edition of our Bible study in life. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Guillen signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all and to God be the glory. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Guillen, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time, 